Welcome to the Wisdom Call with Venerable Dahani Oahu. We're happy to be here, and her topic this week is Envisioning and Actualizing Your Life Purpose, Accessing the Heart Wisdom to Benefit All Your Relations. Venerable Dahani Oahu speaks directly from her heart, offering pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father streams that energize her and are the foundation of all that she shares. Welcome, Venerable. Well, thank you, Jennifer, and welcome to all those who are participating in the moment and those who may listen in the future. May our words, our exploration, our contemplations real, reveal the wisdom of the heart that each realizes we are inseparable from the natural waking state and may our dedication be strengthened to recognize wisdom as our natural state. May there be joy, joy, joy for every being. So, the heart is aware. The belly knows. Continually reborn, each of us, through the flowing energy of life force, chi, luminous mind, vast potential, we are continuously reborn. It is our choice to recognize the gifts and the wisdom within and to apply them. What is the reason you've chosen to incarnate in this time? Do you recognize the magnetic attractors that have brought you to a family group, a friend group, a neighborhood, a nation? The magnetic attractors are also opportunities. Without the cohesive energy of love, we would not have found one another. Like the light that attracts the moth, there is also the light within our hearts and a resonance within each person's heart that attracts us to find our team, our society, our relatives in the dance. So the idea of a life purpose is also connected with the quality of our mind and emotions. The purpose for every being is to experience without hindrance the luminous wisdom that is our natural state and to develop skillful activity that is liberating from confusion and revealing the wisdom that is us. So having this gift of the human body, we hear the voices of those with whom we have relationship. And in the tone of the voices, we understand there is a certain uh, symbiosis of sound that our voices, like our thoughts, 
and as an expression of our thoughts through word and action, invite different people, situations to arise within our lives. So the first step is to recognize the gift of our own voice. Not like that of a expectation of an opera singer or the expectation to sound like a, a wondrous musician. Explore the voice as a vibrating field without expectation. Because the sounds we are generating, if it is the background of our mind, are clues to the purpose we've chosen to explore. And just as there are overtones in a song, we also have layers of purpose. So first, to understand the gift of life, to communicate with the family, to learn the experience of love and bonding and building together. So how does one do this and describe it as a life purpose? Well, first we understand the magic of love, the power of word, the power of sound. And then we observe what brings joy to our own hearts. Notice those moments in which we feel uplifted. What is the key that has revealed that joyful uplifting of the heart-mind. For some to see a painting or to create a beautiful clay pot brings the inner experience of hallelujah joyfulness, a resonance with the dance of creation. And for others to unwrap a puzzle to explore what is this behind the appearance, say, of a black hole, as a physicist would examine the nature of reality. Imagine the astrophysicist exploring the message and perhaps the memory that is held in the black holes that also give rise to new worlds. So how we make this exploration is also an aspect of how we experience life. Some of us we feel through the heart, others of us we know through the eyes, others we experience just things as they are, arising, moving, like the child who is building new neurons and connections in the brain. The awake human being is also recognizing the intelligence that exists beyond the brain. So intelligence is not only within our nervous system, the intelligence and the communication of our purpose is an energy that flows through myriad realms. So when you're thinking, well, what is my purpose and how may my heart express 
the wisdom of my purpose and how may the ongoing dance of creation, say in the belly, of continual rebirth, how do I bring this together? Well, we first make the affirmation that I am here to see things as they are, to benefit self and others, to uncover joy, and to uncover the mystery of my mind. And then, how shall I do this? Is it through sound? Is it through study? Is it through walking with another and acknowledging what is? So, life purpose is also about academic study, how shall we grow in the world, how shall this uh, incredible creative potential within us come forward, a skillful activity, and how does one know what to study? Again, that which illuminates you and energizes you. And what is it that you have a natural inclination for? So, as a child, you know the sounds of the universe are speaking to you. You hear them, you sing them, and you play freely without lessons, the piano or a drum. And as time goes on, you begin to learn in other ways, and you may have put that wisdom on hold as you learn to master the power of words still playing the piano of one's own heart. And what are the words the child immediately recognizes? The words that acknowledge and invite. So when we think about our gifts and our purpose, it is often reflected in those many aha moments we've had throughout our lives. And purpose is changing. First, you are a child, and your purpose is to learn, be, explore. And then in time, you may be a friend, a teacher, a guide. And so you find the methods that will support those people with whom you have resonance. This concept of resonance is very much a part of Cherokee worldview as societies of like-minded people. We call that a Gaduchi. A society of like-minded people are those who are committed to exploring methods of healing, of sound, of craft, of statesmanship. The purpose of these societies are to support the growing wisdom and the expression of that skill as activity that invites, inspires, and brings benefit to many beings. So you think your purpose is something new and mysterious and perhaps hidden. In truth, your purposes are continuously revealing in those moments of your joy. Your purposes are continuously revealed 
as you experience those aha moments. So what was it that inspired you? Perhaps you know that you are called to be part of the Society of Healers. You are in the Society of Healers. And healers work in many ways. There is the healer who, through understanding the nature of the mind and through guiding with words, reveals to another their way to the shore and the very methods of building a sacred fireplace. There are others who show remedies. Here are the remedies, the antidotes for a particular issue. And there are some who show that whatever is arising is the medicine. So the how of the healing activity actually begins in one's own body-mind. How do we converse with the streams of energy that flow through our heart? How do we converse with the pathways of information that are being received in the belly? Can we and do we acknowledge that in each moment we are continuously reborn? With this in mind, the gifts that are arising that are built on many experiences throughout time and space are easily articulated and made into action that is liberating. So what is there to liberate? It's to liberate that creative energy that is within you. The reason that we find ourselves walking a beauteous road together is there is a uh, purpose in our hearts to understand the nature of reality and there is an affinity to the energies of nature and there are also affinities to realms of understanding say we may understand through the message of the tree or we understand through the ripples of the wave. However we understand the dance, we create a stream of communication which is reciprocal. And so when you're looking to understand a particular facet, say you're a healer, and you want to know something about the impact of um, anger upon the liver or the health of a human being, then you will find falling into your hands text and information that uh, reveal the answers that you seek. So when we think about our life purpose, there is the knowledge that it's clearly within us and it is also some changing quality. We are not fixed as there is nothing fixed. 
we are continually growing and changing. So your purpose to have created a, a great business in the past, it is done, and now you wish to create something different. What is different is that the method you will apply may expand the circle of communication. The imagery of a rainbow Taurus ring, and in uh, Tibetan tradition it is referred to as a tigli. It is about ongoing creative potential. And there are lines of energy, lines of action, lines of thought that move through us and interact with the universes. And when there are certain nexus points, there is the opportunity for something wondrous and new to arise. And what is new, of course, is not separate from what is old, because in this model we see that the past, present, and future are continually rotating through the magnetic field of the heart. And where we place our attention gives the sense of time. So now is the time where the strictures of contained view are dissolving. And uh, some people are reporting a sense of discomfort because they are not certain of what the changes mean. Many of the concepts that were thought about authority, we see them dissolving as we recognize we each have responsibility and spiritual authority to correct in our relationships what needs correcting, to honor in our relationships what is supportive of wisdom and joy, and to express skillfully this knowledge arising. And so the new understanding, although it is continuous, yet because of the dissolution of older thought forms which had their purpose, the transmutation of those constrictive thought forms which helped uh, bring people together in understanding the particulars and uh, even build cultures, now there is the recognition of the underlying energy that has given rise to the particulars of matter. And with this understanding, uh, many are freed, and others are uh, surprised and perhaps wondering, what do we believe in? Believe that wisdom is our natural state, and that the power of our thoughts, word, and action contributes to what is arising. Uh, let's not be inhibited with the thought form of fear. Ultimately, fear becomes skillful, compassionate activity. So what you are unsure of, explore, look within. What is the ideal remedy? And the compassionate activity 
we choose to bring forth. An example, there are a series of teachings which I gave for many years and we called them the Peacekeeper Training. And uh, I, we are now in the fourth year of the last cycle of me teaching this. Others can carry it on. And in the process of the Peacekeeper's Dance, there is the first exploration and recognition that the heart of wisdom is within and that all beings are our relatives. And through listening to the heart and cultivating the mind of forgiveness where it is called for and understanding the permeability of relationships in this dynamic dance. What do I mean permeability? That when we are in association moving through the fields of potential, our thoughts, our emotions, our projected views have an impact on what is arising. So we first begin to recognize those conditioned views, those perspectives that may uh, be obstructing the clear flow of energy. And this is through the process of remembering, forgiving, dedicating, most importantly, appreciating all that we have experienced. And then there is the process of taking responsibility for the thoughts uh, that we've magnetized. What is occurring in my life? Um, do I receive it with anger? Is it what I don't want? What do I want? How may I change the pattern? And this is a, a lesson in internal communication and recognition of the thought forms that are shared in families, clans, nations, and even carried in the land, and awakening uh, to the particular thoughts and choosing to energize those thoughts which are wisdom-enhancing. So we understand how in the past uh, there was uh, an idea of uh, people being property of each other, and there was an awakening to its uh, dissonance in the field of our creative human potential. And the ripples, they still exist as undercurrent edies of confusion. And so during uh, our exploration of what is our purpose, some of us have seen that those undercurrent edies become the basis of developing pathways of illumination through statesmanship, through community building. So wherever we are, we are connected. And there is the heart's direct awareness of it being a dream arising. There is the intelligence that understands the process of how the actions come about and 
to energize those thoughts and actions which are truly skillful, liberating action. We also, as we listen to the Song of Life, uh, here recognize the water that there is as an example of the undercurrent ideal of natural wisdom. And so through the care of the environment and the care of the emotions, we also restore the balance of the earth. And so in a sense, the key word, whether it is air, water, earth, fire, um, is an indicator of your skill set and the ways in which you live your purpose. So the person who is quite intuitive, uh, someone might say, oh, that is like, a, that person is like uh, mercury or like uh, water. They seem to flow and communicate with many. Uh, as we think about the solid qualities of the earth, there are many gifted with uh, seeing a design, creating it, conveying it to others, and actualizing together that which was envisioned. And this is a wondrous skill set. And the dance in the Western Gate is the dance of transformation. What was aggression? What was anger, separation, forgetfulness? Can become the skillful master of transmutation. And so in a sense, there is the, the soft of the mother that drops down and turns away and the aggression has no place to interact. And there is also the strong stance of the, the skillful um, f fighter who creates the boundary in which the confused state may be transformed through the energy of loving interaction. So in a sense, each of us must be courageous and diligent. In actuality, it is for us to be actively diligent in discerning the truth behind appearances. So you may think your life purpose is to make a living. Yes, having those basic needs of uh, home, good water, a good place, safe place, good friends, uh, work that you enjoy, those are important. And there is also the deep gift that you carry as a tone arising from your heart. Many years ago, I heard a recording of a particular black hole, uh, I think it was 49 octaves below middle C, and it was in the key of B flat. 
that sound was remarkable and also the fact that it was becoming scientifically uh, examinable, the potency of sound in giving rise to change, worlds arising, worlds dissolving. So there is a continuous tone that has guided each of us in what appear like many lifetimes. That tone is in your voice. That tone is also the conveyor of your interaction and communication with what you think is outside, which is also inside and truthfully arising from the empty space within the heart. So life purpose is to understand who we are, why we're here, how we have met each other, and what gifts do we bring. And the question of the gifts that each one brings can sometimes be a puzzle uh, that you may see changing your gift initially, uh, you may not know. And then you reflect, aha, in this time of ease, this moment of non-strife, it becomes clear, yes, this is the gift. How do I articulate it? One way that we can articulate the actualization of the potentials in your life purpose and your willingness to accomplish is to work with the power of imagination. So you, you sense that you want to make pots, yet you have never worked with clay. So you imagine the clay in your hands, and in a three-day period, you find where there is a pottery studio, and you go there, and you touch, experience, and feel the clay. Then in three months, you see an experience in your imagination that, oh, there is a set of dishes and cups all made by your hands, and that people enjoy them and there is joy in eating together with a community. Perhaps there are other people who are in that creative mode of building, creating, and that you begin to work and eat together. And you think three years down the line, oh, these clay pots, cups and dishes that I've made, in a sense, they are a offering an offering of love, wisdom, and the creation of an alchemical process. So the clay pot and the making of the clay is also a pathway through which the uncertainty is transformed into skillful action. So it is not only the physical act of making something, it is also the transformation of matter and emotion that occurs 
simultaneously in the process. So that's a simple example of accessing layers of purpose. The healer is creating a, a body that is a tuning fork and attuning the voice that becomes invitational for each person hearing to recall their innate wisdom state. So what is your life purpose? With these definitions shared, think of the aha moments, the moments in which you felt joy. It is not Brandon like sparklers in the sky or fireworks show. Uh, that is quick and passing. One's life purpose, it is a, a wave that ripples across a large lake and touches many beings. So the flash is an expression of the aha moment and the sounds and the waves rippling on are the continuous actions that bring us to the shore, free from confusion, illusion. So I invite you, we'll sit together and to think, experience in the heart those moments of joy, the purposes that are arising now and how they are made manifest. once met a musician named Swami Nadabrahmananda 
and had the good fortune to study with him for a time when he was in New York. And he would begin playing a zither and chanting uh, songs of appreciation. Then he would put the zither down and the chant would continue without him speaking it or singing it. The echoes of the waves continuously resounding, even beyond silence. A direct experience of the power of our thought, our intention, and the importance of dedicating our actions to the service of awakening, to doing good deeds, to energizing the wisdom within each being. In his song and his action, he had no them or us. It was a sound of unity. It is we who all are singing together and let us place our attention on the result we choose. For example, you wish to have more ease with your relatives. Let that be your intention. Let your speech display that understanding. For example, in the past you may have said so-and-so annoys me. In the present, so-and-so and I are communicating in more clear ways. Energize the results we want. Where we place attention, that is what grows. So let us place attention on that which we choose. Our life purpose is to experience the wisdom of the field of great potential. While we may be cloaked in a physical form, that physical form is not separate from the field of potential itself. Let's be joyful. It is wondrous. May these simple words remind you that the opportunity of change and growth is within each being. And what are we growing? Skillful methods like a tree, nurtured by the sweet waters of pristine awareness, well-rooted in the moment, warmed by the light fires of transformation. How wonderful. And this concludes the lecture part of our conversation. May it be of benefit to all beings. Thank you so much, Venerable. So rich and helpful. And for those of you who have a question for Venerable, 
regarding this topic. Star two to raise your hand. Star two to raise your hand and ask a question if you're calling in on the phone or on Skype. And then uh, you can also, for those of you listening on the webcast, you can type in a question. So questions for Venerable. Shan has a question here. Good morning. Good morning, Shan. As you were talking, this is a beautiful talk, Venerable. Thank you so much. And as you were talking about uh, conversing with the streams of wisdom in the heart, it I was wondering if you would expand or talk a little bit about the evolving or expanding sense of life purpose as we age. Oh, yes. Yes, the experiences of the different stages in our lives are experienced as a deeper awareness of our inseparability from all those who have been and those who are yet to be born. Also, as we become older, there is a a storehouse of examined knowledge that we may share. The responses in speaking may not be as quick as they once were as one is older because there is a vast library of memories and skills to go through and to share with one another. So having the gift of the human body and uh, the good fortune to become an elder, the ways in which we share uh, do indeed change. So what can we share? We can share a sense of certainty, this we know, and this you are a part of, and this you may know. And to create pathways that people may ask a question that you can reveal as being answered in their heart. So the years of experience also become uh, a more subtle tuning fork. And in a sense, a tuning fork that returns to more natural tones as there is no longer the rushing about. Mm-hmm. So there is kind of a... Uh sense of expansion that just naturally arises. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is ever more apparent just how all beings are interrelated. Mm-hmm. And so what was I uh, becomes a knowledge of 
we, us, and an inseparability from that wisdom that we thought, we see it as a natural part of our dance. And, and also, there are opportunities in aging to deepen the understanding of the elements and uh, the balance of the elements and what they mean in terms of states of consciousness. So the wisdom of particulars is also the air. It is the lungs, it is the tree, it is the breeze that touches us all. And having accomplished particular wisdom, uh, we find more succinct ways to share keynotes that inspire and reveal and those who seek that which they're looking for is right there inside them. Beautiful. Thank you, Venerable. You're welcome. So we have the opportunity to ask Venerable a question, star two, to raise your hand if you're on the phone or calling in on Skype. And those who are listening to the webcast can type in a question. Oh, Molly has a question here. Yes. Good day, Venerable. Good day, everyone. Thank you so much for this rich teaching today. Um, my question, a question came up when you were speaking about the Tigli, um, about the ongoing creative potential and the lines of thought that move through us and interact with the universe, and particularly the the nexus point where there is arising something new um, in ourselves and the collective. And I, um, I, would, I was wondering if you could speak a little bit more about that. Um, the personal experience of that is as the nexus point arises is to quiet and go within um, and to seek direction through the heart uh, with exploring the different possibilities of the next direction. Does that make sense? Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. As the potentials arise, we may see and understand the creative wisdom being arising and expressed through acceptance of the ongoing gift. So there is wisdom arising in the heart. And with dedication, it has overflowed and it becomes, through a circular dance, it becomes the, the new body of wisdom and skill that is arising and expressed. So there is the cultivation of the improving physical, emotional, and mental health, and 
this is to merge with that natural wisdom state expressed as arising from the heart. So we see the the heart, mind, and the physical dance as a conversation and interaction and a co-creation. So we're gathering and storing energy within the human body, and these energies are stored according to how we've learned, and the heart's awareness illuminates that we are learning and circulating new energy as we increase the spiritual energy, as well as improving our emotional and mental nature. We are also energizing that body of awareness that sees things as they are. And this is indeed supported in the quiet of meditation and meditative motion. calibration, the the quiet or the movement or just the not doing so much uh, seems to support those shifts. Yes, because the uh, cultivation of wisdom that through its very presence is skillful action is supported by meditation contemplation. And ultimately, the expression is like a tuning fork that being inspires and many accomplish. So the wisdom experience is through the cloak of the body and the recollection that the body-mind is not separate from the vastness of space and its perfect dance. So the overflowing, the tickly of the heart, the rainbow torus ring, the wisdom of compassion, dedication, nurtures uh, the rebirth of the wisdom being manifesting skillful activity. Is it clear? Very clear. Thank you, Venerable. You're welcome.
So once again, star two to raise your hand and ask a question, or you may type in a question online. Lori has a question here. Go ahead, Lori. Thank you. Hi, this is Lori from San Francisco. Hi, Jennifer and Venerable. Thank you so much for hosting this call, and thank you for the clarity. It's you're loud and clear and crisp, and I really appreciate it. And um, I'm. popped on late because um, <clears throat> I'm in the middle of moving an entire um, two-bedroom, one-bath condominium <laughs> and practicing releasing attachment to form because I have to get rid of everything. So my, I was wondering if I, if you could offer me a prayer that I can say all day long to be in what you just said, the activity, and Jennifer's talked about productive activity, working with the Holy Spirit, and I, yeah, I, I have yes. a question. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, please. <laughs> I think you got my request. <laughs> yep. Oh, Mother of Wisdom. Each action is an offering I make. Oh, Father of action, each activity reveals skill and joy. Oh, child of bliss, our offerings are made. We embody joyful ease. Oh, Mother of wisdom, my offerings are made. Oh, Mother of Wisdom, supplication is made. I embody your wisdom light. Oh, Father of Action, our offerings are made. Oh, Father of Action, supplication is made. We joyfully express your skillful means. Oh, child of bliss, our offerings are made. O child of bliss, supplication is made. We embody joyful accomplishment. Um, Simple. You're welcome. Yes, it is simple and it uh, reminds one where attention is placed. Yes, and that we're not alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has a question for Venerable, star two to raise your hand. Venerable, I wonder if you have a particular offering for people who feel discouraged in pursuing a career or something that feels like they're calling their purpose, but they haven't found their way with it yet. Yes, I I would say many words about uh, career and uh, 
encouragement or lack of it or discouragement. Uh, the idea of pursuing a particular career, it is the expression of certain gifts. And how those gifts are expressed may move in a way different from one's expectation. And there is no need for discouragement. When we are true to the song within, then it's medicine and its joy is expressed. So certainly after returning from California where so many moved to become part of the industry of film and television and music, so many come there and you find very erudite people uh, brilliantly skillful people who may be serving you your tea in the restaurant. And their aspiration to be in that creative place and to uh, be seen and heard is quite profound. And we know that maybe one out of 10,000 actually are heard uh, at the level of the dream intention, yet each of them has touched all those they meet. So we can adjust, and as an artist, that's uh, not easy. Do you give up the dream? No. You look at ways in which the dream may be modified. So perhaps the intention was to go someplace and sing and be heard. And there is still the opportunity to share the voice experience doing voiceover. There are many ways in which one's skills may be expressed. And at what point does the artist say, I will also tr approach here and make the offering of this sound, this gift. Yeah, do not feel discouraged. Know that the energy, the creative potential has many ways to be expressed. It is um, not healthy if it is not expressed. So. If others don't recognize, that's not important. What is important is that you do. Is clear? Yes. Thank you very much, Venerable. Very helpful. Star two for anyone who would like to raise their hand and ask a question. People can still type a question in. And we have someone in... New York City calling it, uh, raising their hand here. Go ahead. Hello. Hi, uh, Venerable. This is Donna. Hello, Donna. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for your teaching. This is um, really wonderful and feels like a, a beautiful continuation of, of the weekend we just had. So I am grateful. Um, my, I may have a few questions. Let me see what comes out. But 
I, when I see people I love um, in a place of struggle to identify their purpose or to step into their purpose, I have such a strong desire to help. Um, And I think I have a tendency to perhaps too actively use my own imagination on their behalf. I, uh, and I think this is not helpful. <laughs> I think sometimes they can feel it and don't really appreciate my uh, my envisioning a dream of their future. Um, how? What would be a more skillful way of assisting? Yes, assisting is to support one another's process of exploration, mm-hmm. to share uh, methods that has been beneficial for oneself when asked, and to maintain the heart of joyful awareness and recognition of that person's gifts. Mm-hmm. When, when focusing on the particular of how that may be interfering with the flow that is arising, just to see the joyful activity a joyful accomplishment without the specifics is very supportive. Too often in the world we think our purpose is associated with income production. And our purpose can produce and ultimately is part of our life force exchange with the universe. And uh, to objectify amounts or to quantify amounts with purpose becomes a um, obstruction in the flow of accomplishment. Hmm. So attention to what may I do, how may I do it for the benefit of all, what is my gift, without the quantifying, then the abundance is an overtone of the certainty that one is doing, what brings them joy. Mm. Beautiful, thinking of it as an overtone. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, may, may I ask another? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I think this was triggered by Molly's question before. Um, when I am going inside into meditation, um, uh, awaiting answers or uh, clarity, I often get the feeling, um, but not the specifics. Um, I feel like a lot happens in layers below consciousness, and I have a hard time bringing it up up to consciousness, up to something that I can then uh, contemplate. Um, Yes. Understanding that there are cycles of quiet 
introspection and cycles of activity, when them has been uh, placed in one's heart yet not articulated to continue movement and invitation of its arising. Mm. So, for example, when we sleep at night, we have dreams. Most people don't remember them. Yet there is a certain time of the day, often between the hours of 11 and 1, or 1 and 3, where those dream images replay. So mm. understand that there is a cycle, even in the conversation of body, heart, mind. And the intuition is articulated through the movement of the breath and the reflective moment. It's like trying to hold water. You see an image on the water and you want to grasp it and of course it is uh, disturbed and it is also that way uh, when we grasp at what we think is a result uh, when in truth it is arising and present to see when we rest quietly and observe. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, thank you, Venerable. And again, star two to raise your hand if you have a question. Venerable, Something that I've seen in my own life and uh, many people have brought it up to me that they have a strong feeling of a calling. Uh, perhaps it's to do something or to expand into something and to pursue something and it feels very, very strong to them but they don't know how to begin or they feel concerned that they don't have the means. Is it possible that anyone would be given uh, an inspiration that they wouldn't have the means? When we have the inspiration, the means are there. What may not be completely clear is the process of manifestation the team building because we are part of an interactive, interrelated universe. So the inspiration that comes to accomplish also invites those who are of like mind to participate and the benefit benefits each of them. Um, so it's finding the the group 
that you may work with, study with, that is helpful, and the methods that reveal the how. So you may feel a strong calling uh, to build the house, uh, and you may not be a carpenter yet. You see the design and you experience the potential for joy and discovery there, or can be a healing center. And having certainty about the efficacy of that vision intuition, allow it to be the magnetizing of the skills that you will develop and the people you will invite and the, the joy of the experience shared by all. So the universe inspires us indeed and the inspiration means that potential is possible and in some realms it is occurring. Mm -hmm. So the means is within us and I wonder if you could also speak about the difference between discerning, really, what is yours to, in a sense, go out and get, and what is yours to magnetize and attract. In, in the process of bringing something forth, bringing some inspiration to fruition. To manifest an inspiration that has touched one deeply. Analyze its benefit to all those in that field or circle of relationship. Um, so one can think of uh, world peace. We know about the thought, the the call for, yet we have different ideas of what world peace means. So in manifesting one's ideal and inspiration, they allow the wisdom of that peace to be experienced within themselves and the transformation of what is not peace in one's own mind heart. So what do we want to get? Well, it is natural. Each being wants to have a safe place to live, clean water, uh, healthy air, good relationships. And so it is not gotten from someone or somewhere else that has been an error. It is recognizing the part we each play in the arising vision. So I want peace. I make my heart peaceful any time I see you arising. 
any appearance or sound that is not peace, I make a transformation and a dedication. So what is there to get? Sometimes people are looking everywhere for love, yet they have not honored and loved themselves, and much suffering arises. And so the wise person embodies or even imagines what it would be like to be a loving person. So do you love yourself? Are you thankful for the gift of life? So there is nothing to get. The getting may get in the way <laughs> of what is offered and arising. Because the the thought of there's something to get is a, an affirmation that you don't already have it. Yes. Like there is a joke about some uh, Native American medicine people. Uh, uh, this one man was speaking to a reporter. The reporter wanted to see, well, how are you going to make rain? I heard you make rain. And the uh, Indian man said, well, meet me over here. We'll go up to a mountain place. And so they met. Uh, they went to the mountain place. The Indian guy uh, lit a cigarette, walked in a circle, and said, okay, now let's go and eat. And the reporter was very disappointed. Well, where's the display? Where's the show? Where's the singing, the drumming, the dancing? And the young fellow just smiled at him and let's go eat. And they went to eat, and as they were eating, the rain came. And uh, the young fellow said to the reporter, I don't ask for, I know it is, and I'm thankful. And the rain is here. So it's a different perspective. When you think I have to get something, it's like, you're not in the field of abundance. When you recognize all that is given, uh, it appears. Indeed. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And we are now at our time. I hear the sweet sounds in the background there. <laughs> the birds of Kauai. Yes. Well, may these simple words remind you of the wisdom within, and your purpose is as an explorer to observe the potential of the field, to actualize your gifts, and to experience and be a joyful human being. May all beings benefit and realize their wisdom nature. May the sounds of confusion become the sounds of jubilation. As all beings recall, we are one in the dance. Wado. And I'd like to offer the long life prayer. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, 
guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters. May your mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings and live a long good life. We thank you, Dahani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families, who holds a secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings, blessed of the Vajra Dakini. May your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. Thank you for facilitating this, Jennifer, and uh, may each person on the line and in the future, may they taste the sweet nectar of pristine awareness. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>